salt, pepper, ketchup. This is Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk for Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Follow on Twitter. Pro Wrestling Talk for Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk for Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Running like this. Pro Wrestling Talk for Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Marking Out. Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to a brand new episode of Marking Out Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. This is episode number 310. I am one of your hosts, Brandon. You can follow me on Twitter at BTTG161. Also joined by Dave. You can follow him on Twitter at DaveTheRave underscore MO. Collectively, you can follow us at uh, at Marking Out. Check us out on Facebook, facebook.com slash Marking Out, prowrestlingtees.com slash Marking Out, buy a t shirt or three or six. Check us out on YouTube, Cooking with Brandon, episode five is up there, Marking Out. Uh, well, yeah, youtube.com slash Marking Out 11. Uh, Dave, Dave, how you doing? I am doing awesome. I am ready to record this show and. Yeah, a lot coming up in the pro wrestling, but what's going on with you? How are you doing? I'm doing awesome as always. Uh, we hung out this week. Yes, yes we did. <laughs> well, actually, uh, I mean, like, technically we hung out last week. Mm-hmm. Since it was Saturday. Yeah, we went to uh, New York City, the city that never sleeps. Yeah, Mr. Manhattan. Yeah. We got to, got to go to the museum. Yeah, the Museum of Natural History. Yes. I never have to step foot in that place ever again. <laughs> I don't mind it. I as mean, soon as, like, I was, first of all, I was heavily debating whether or not I should go. Um, and then it, it started to snowstorm while we were, while I was on the way to New York City. Um, and then once I just, once I got inside the museum, I was like, yeah, I should not have come. But I had fun, ultimately. Really? When were you thinking that? Uh, as soon as we got to... <laughs> the like, ticket line? No, that I had no problem with. Walking through the door into that main... The first main exhibit that we went to, and we're, watch, we're looking at, like, stuffed... Uh, like, elk, or whatever they were. Uh-huh. I was like, this is stupid. <laughs> All of that's stupid. That whole museum... I mean... Yeah, no, that whole museum is stupid. I don't mind it. There, there are cool artifacts and stuff inside that museum, but I, I wish it was like the Smithsonian rather than whatever that is. It's like, oh, here's here's the Titanosaurus, and by the way, this isn't the real bones. Here are some I didn't real get bones that part. What? I didn't get that part. That they were fake bones? Yeah, like that's like I don't know what most of them. What's fake and what's real? Well, it said I think it said if they were to use the real bones, it would be too heavy to support. Yeah, but even still, so it's like I don't know what I was looking at at the place. I it just did nothing for me there. Well, I enjoyed it, um, and I Central Park was fun. I was dead by the time we were. I'm like I was dying walking there. The whole, every like the whole museum. Mm. I think we went to every exhibit, right? Uh, no, way. we didn't go to every f- exhibit that was free. 
I, I, we may have went to every free exhibit. Yes. We even looked at, the, the woman asked me if I saw the tarantula. I was like, I didn't see a tarantula up tarantula. there. Yeah, we did. I didn't see one. When we saw the, I saw the frogs or whatever those things were. Oh, yeah, there was a tarantula in there. Yeah, I didn't see that. Oh. But, yeah, so we went to that. But yeah, and then you dragged me through the blizzard, <laughs> which yeah. it wasn't really a blizzard, but through no, Central it Park. it wasn't too bad. Through Central Park. It's funny because walking through the museum, I was burning hot. So walking outside through Central Park, that was like a breeze. That was like 50 degrees weather for me. It was though, nice. Even though it was probably like, what, 20 degrees? Maybe. I don't know, I, but I enjoyed it. Yeah, no, I, it was it was nice. It was nice walking through there. Um, people of New York, though. Damn, people, it snows, you just break out skis and start going, walking with your skis through Central Park. Yeah, some of these people are hardcore. <laughs> I, yeah, I like that. That was the first time in a long time that I've been in New York City with snow, so it was funny. But yeah, uh, yeah. well, Walworth. I think last time I was in New York City with for snow, it was uh, Ring of Honor, which I couldn't even get to. Yeah, they canceled my train that time. I think that was the last time I was there. Yeah, but and yeah, then, but overall, I went, to, I went to New York City last night too. And what were you doing there? Uh, I went to see the front page on Broadway, which I spoke about on the show b before. I don't recall. Yeah, I gave it a shout-out, because the, on the only reason why I ultimately bought tickets to this was because um, Nathan Lane and John Goodman were starring in it. Mm -hmm. So I was like, yeah, heck yeah, I'll go see them on Broadway. And uh, on a whim, I asked my friend, and he goes, yeah, okay. Because he likes, he likes John Goodman. Mm -hmm. So we went. And um, John Slattery was in it as well, who plays uh, Iron Man's father, Howard Stark. Okay. And Holland Taylor was in it. She was the mother on Two and a Half Men. I don't know if you ever watched I, that show. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, so, it, I mean, overall, it was, uh, it was interesting. It was really awesome to see everyone like together on stage and stuff mm. well it wasn't, it, wasn't enjoyed it. it wasn't a musical or anything it was just like a a drama i guess you would say mm. classify that as that that's cool but yeah well it, it was nice because my girlfriend eric you got to join us so that was and it was the first time you met her on, uh, first on time. saturday yes not last night <laughs> yep on saturday so that was a lot of fun to experience all of that with her in addition to her meeting all you and dan and everyone well, that was it, you and Dan. Um, but it was a good time. I, I really enjoyed that. I thought Central uh, Central City, Central Park was really cool, and the Times Square was really a lot of fun. I when went. Like, left, yeah. I went last night to uh, the Hershey store and got the free chocolate. Did you? <laughs> yeah, I said I was like, can we? I wanted to loop around again for more. It was a pretty good piece of chocolate. What kind? Uh, I'm sure it was the same one you got, the one with the caramel and the shortbread yeah. cookie. Yeah, the crisp. Yeah. Or something. Yeah, that was really good. And I, I went to Junior's last night, too. Junior's. The cheesecake joint for hmm. food, though. Because it's like right, literally right around the corner from the theater that I was at. I'm sure if, I'm, if I know it. Junior's Cheesecake. You never heard of that? I don't think so. It's like the most famous cheesecake 
outside of Cheesecake Factory. Uh, I don't think so, Brandon. Yeah, so I went there, and uh, they, it's good because they give you free refills on soda. Very rare for a New York City establishment to do that. And cool. uh, they give you all-you-can-eat uh, pickles, pickled uh, beets, and uh, coleslaw, too. So, that sounds <laughs> like a nice time. I definitely had a lot of that. Yeah. All right, so that's pretty cool. Yeah. So, I'm happy that the drive was easy to drive down and back. And that was, was good. There was no weather whatsoever until you were here. No, that was it. So you brought the bad weather. Hey, I'm all for it because I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Today it was supposed to be, it was like 50 degrees. Yeah, today was nice out. Yeah. Yesterday. I wouldn't mind staying like this. Yesterday walking through New York City, it was really nice out too. Mm -hmm. Oh, oh I'm and sure. I'm, I was so like... It's funny because afterwards, after the show, after we ate food, actually, we were like, oh, what should we do now? Because it was like, it was only like six o'clock because the show started at two. And uh, I was like, dude, let's go see Oh Hello on Broadway, which is uh, Nick Crawl and John Mulaney. They have a show on Broadway. It's a sketch from, uh, I believe they've done it on the Crawl show. <laughs> and... <laughs> And because I think it's, I think both of them are, are hilarious. Mm -hmm. But uh, we went to that ticket window where they give you like discounted tickets. And uh, they said that the cheapest tickets that they had for that was a hundred. I was like, oh, I'm Jeez. not. Yeah. So, and it sucks because like the show's closing at the end of this month. Mm -hmm. And I really, the tickets were super expensive for the whole, like the whole run of this show. So congratulations to both of them for this hit. But, uh, yeah, so I was like, let's go see that. We ended up not going to that. And then we got to, he goes, if anything, let's just go to a comedy club. I was like, I don't want to go to a comedy club. Like, there's not, like, you can't just, like, do that on a whim. Yeah, you got to plan that out. Uh, and then we got to Madison Square Garden, like, towards that. And I was like, dude, Billy Joel is performing tonight. Let's, <laughs> on a whim, let's go get tickets to that. Yeah. And, uh... We were we were very close to walking inside to going to see if they had tickets left, and there was just a giant line, like a ridiculously sized line to get in, mm. which that you would have to go through first, this, the security process to go even first buy tickets. So we didn't do that. And I get home, and I look up the set list that Billy Joel was playing last night, and I was like, oh, you idiot. Yeah, uh -huh. Because... He played uh, She's Got Away, which is one of the songs that I wanted to hear. And you messed uh, up. I wanted to hear live. And then I'm looking. I see this morning uh, at the Comedy Cellar last night, Aziz Ansari performed. Dave Attell was there. Jerry oh, Seinfeld. Yeah, who? Aziz Ansari. How's he my friend? Didn't you see him? Did he I give you a head nod? No. He stalked yeah. you a little bit? That did not happen at all. I did see him in person, but that didn't happen. But Jerry Seinfeld was there, Chris Rock, Amy Schumer performed, and Dave Chappelle performed all at the comedy Jeez. cellar. So yeah, was it so, a special thing? Or? No, they just celebrities, famous comics. They just stop in whenever they want, and then they they just they all perform. So if I had said yes, let's go to a comedy club, I would have probably suggested the comedy cellar. Why didn't we do that on Saturday? I don't. I don't know. I just didn't. That never occurred to me then, but but had you brought up com let's go to a comedy club, I would have probably suggested the comedy cellar, 
And here, I would have suggested it last night, I would have ended up seeing all of them. It's like, what an idiot. <laughs> all right, so we, maybe we'll do that next time. Yeah. But that doesn't always happen. It's not where they always, like, don't randomly always drop in like that. Mm-hmm. So, no? Not at all. All right. But, yeah, so the, the show was good. It was fun to see. Good. The museum. Well, the museum, I enjoyed the company. Yeah, overall, it was a great trip. I know Erica loved it, and it was amazing. But let's get on with some pro wrestling talk and talk about some outside-the-ring news. Unfortunately, this week, uh, Drax Shadow, uh, his real name, Elijah Manville, unfortunately, he passed away at the age of nine from neuroblastoma cancer. Uh, After an episode of Monday Night Raw in 2015, he signed a contract to WWE with Stardust and the Authority. You can actually go to... uh, GoFundMe page, gofundme.com slash Drax-Shadow-AKA-Elijah-Manville uh, to help out with all the funeral arrangements. So our thoughts and condolences go out to his uh, family, friends, and go go donate a little bit. Yeah, it's unfortunate. I, I mean, you, you see clips of him backstage with the WWE superstars on uh, YouTube and stuff, and it's just like everyone goes out of their way just to say hello or to give him merchandise and stuff. And it's, uh, it's sad. Yeah. But in some lighter news, uh, last week, as soon as we finished recording the show, Chris Hero officially returned to WWE in NXT under the name Cassis Ono. Cassius Ono? I don't know why. Cassius. Cassis. What? Yeah, Cassius. Yeah, I don't know why I said Cassis. It's like my yeah. Cassis got my tongue. <laughs> 2017, <laughs> wow. folks. Yes, yeah, so you know. But yeah, so Chris Hero's back. Cassius Ono is back. KO is ruling NXT again. Or will rule NXT. Which, you got tickets, yes? Yeah, I got tickets on for the 11th for <laughs> NXT. It's not the 12th. February 11th. It's not the 12th. Nope, oh, February yeah. 11th. The 11th. Yeah, so um, I'm assuming you would see him wrestle. I saw he wrestled already for for their for their house show. Mm-hmm. So it's uh, going to be interesting. He came out. Actually, I'm not going to say what he did because I don't want to spoil anything further than that. Yeah. Even though, even though WWE did, in fact, post everything. Eh, no, no point to spoil. Yeah, so just know he's back. It's official. Everyone got fooled. Yep. Everyone, it's so stupid, too, because everyone, like, looked at uh, Ryan from Pro Wrestling Sheet as, like, the villain. Like, oh, how dare you put out fake news? And then, Mm -hmm. because of what Chris Hero wrote on Twitter, like, oh, I hate. Yeah. And then, boom, bam roasted to everyone who basically called out Ryan for lying. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Here's Chris Hero in WWE again. But uh, speaking of being in WWE again, the Bullet Club leader, Kenny Omega, announced that he's going to be stepping away from Japan to reassess his future, and he has no set plan and is weighing all of his options. That's interesting. Hmm. Makes you wonder. You had John Cena posting pictures of... Well, I mean, he did post a picture of Kenny Omega. Then he posted a picture of uh, a meme of Kenny from 
from South Park that says I'm Kenny. Then he then he posted on Instagram uh, uh, just a giant O, and then he posted a picture of Mega Man. And uh, John Cena is known for like trolling, I guess, on Instagram. But uh, but sometimes he's right with his trolling. Well, Kenny Omega did acknowledge it though. He said that if he does go to WWE, working with John Cena is definitely going to be a goal of his. And uh, yeah, so I mean, AJ Styles wrestled at Wrestle Kingdom. 10 and then debuted in the Royal Rumble. So, I it's mean, it's definitely going to be interesting to see what happens. Realistically, I don't see Kenny Omega returning to WWE. Mm-hmm. I would, I would 100%, I wouldn't mind seeing him in WWE though. And I think he would be one of those, I mean, he can't not be one of those guys to go right to the main roster. Mm-hmm. So and and if he does in fact debut at the Royal Rumble or something that would be interesting, um, WrestleMania something whatever he's going to be involved in would be very very interesting. Yeah, I agree. So, and I and I don't know. You said he posted. You you said that picture to me, the meme that he posted. Mm-hmm. Can you explain that to me? I don't get it. Wait, that Omega? No, the yeah, that Kenny Omega tweeted. You said with the Game of Thrones thing. Oh no, that wasn't Omega tweeted. Oh, I thought that you... wasn't. No, that was a mistake. I didn't mean to send you that. The picture? Yeah, I didn't mean to send you the Game of Thrones one. So that wasn't something Kenny Omega posted. No. What? I don't understand. I got what I got from you was a text message with the link to a Kenny Omega tweet. Then I got a text or something saying like, "Whoops, didn't mean to send that." And then I got a text of the picture. Which I thought was like what you meant to send. No, it was the other way around. Yeah, not on my phone. It wasn't. Oh, on my phone, it's the Game of Thrones. Whoops, wrong text. And then sent you the uh, Kenny Omega. Well, what was the Kenny Omega link? What was that link to? I don't. I don't have any. That was his Twitter. I I will be stepping away from Japan. Oh, oh. Yeah, I had already seen that by then. But yeah, my phone doesn't do that. (laughs) I live in the last century for phones. Oh, gotcha. But uh, yeah, so I. I asked my friend, because he watches Game of Thrones, I kind of figured it was Game of Thrones, so I was like, what does this even mean? And he, like, explained the situation. I was like, hmm. So, like, maybe Kenny Omega's trying to say that he's going to come to WWE to take care of... of That's funny. You actually gave me... And AJ Styles, because they were both former leaders. (laughs) Yeah, I tried to put put meaning to it, because I I still have no idea what that meme meant, so... But yeah, so that's funny. Yeah, so Bam roasted to me, I guess. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Jack Stars, Chris Tyler, Ringo Ryan, and Tiger Ali are all removed from the WWE UK Championship tournament. Uh, and then Danny Birch was added, who wrestled in NXT as Martin Stone. He was released, uh, I think, two years ago, last year. Uh, I believe two to three years ago. I mean, he's been wrestling with Beyond Wrestling in Florida for a long time. Yeah. I mean, I believe. I believe. Sorry. Yeah, so now he's in the tournament. Which we're going to cover that a little later on. That we will. Uh, There are rumors that WWE is thinking about having tournaments for an Asian championship and a Latin American championship. So that's going to be interesting. And Gabby from Tough, huh? I was going to say, I kind of hope that they do. 
Because I go back and forth. I mean, I don't know if like if they do. Well, I don't. I don't know where this UK championship is leading to. Mm-hmm. They said they hope it leads to like a show, a weekly show or whatever for the UK, where mm-hmm. I would assume we wouldn't get to see it. But maybe. like if maybe, but like the Asian Championship, that that's like obviously that's China, Japan, India. So like if we get to see some big name, big names from Japan on WWE television and Latin American Championship, if we get to see some big names from Mexico. Mm-hmm. But like that, that whole like it, it's. We'll see how it goes with this. I'll say that. Yeah. So. Um. Yeah. Gabby from Tough Enough, Raquel and TNA. She got well. She didn't get anything. She's just no longer with TNA. Yes. Somebody so. tweeted her and asked her, and she said no. So. That's coming out of there. Yeah. So maybe WWE could pick her up and. Uh, maybe. Yeah. Uh, NXT superstar Tommy End is now going to be using the name Alistair Black. And, yeah. uh, also, Big Demo going to be going under the name Killian Dane. Uh, yeah, so moving on from that NXT stuff to main roster stuff, WWE confirmed this week that New Orleans, New Orleans, Nolans, however you want to pronounce it, is hosting WrestleMania 34. WrestleMania 34 is returning to the Mercedes-Benz Superdome in when 2018. Was, when were they there? WrestleMania 30. That's what I thought. I feel like they, they're, I don't know, they've been recycling a lot of places recently. Uh, not really. No? WrestleMania this year, the last time it was Florida, there. Florida, New York. Well, state-wise what? for, well, no, New York, What? Yeah. <laughs> when was WrestleMania in New York? Well, New Jersey. So even then, like, the last time prior to WrestleMania 29 was WrestleMania 20. So, but, like, the last time WrestleMania, well, the venue that the or- in Orlando this year was 24, I think? <laughs> WrestleMania 24, so 10 years ago, maybe? Yeah, but, uh... But, uh, yeah, so it's returning to New Orleans. I think they said that the reason why they ultimately went with, with that because was um, they, they, it's their 300th year of being a city, I think, or something, their 300th centennial or something, some big historical thing that WWE could, of course, be a part of in celebration of it. So it's, I'm fine with them going back to there. Uh, mm-hmm. Other cities that were in the running, I know Philly was in the running supposedly. So, but they held they held a big press conference there this week. And oh, uh, did they? Oh, I, I that was like a huge eye rolling segment. The very end of the segment of the press conference, I should say, the guy, the mayor, whoever he is, was talking about Louisiana and WWE, and then all of a sudden, gong, and the guy goes, "Uh oh, this this is gonna be scary." <laughs> and then all of a sudden it was gung, and it's like, what do I do? Uh-oh. And then Undertaker comes out. They have a little stare down. The guy gets off the stage, and Undertaker goes, I guess there's only one thing left to say. Let the good times roll. Which, yeah. which I mean, you would have assumed that Undertaker would have been like, I guess there's only one la- one thing left to say. Rest. In peace. 
but I guess that would make no sense. Just like the Undertaker cameo at the actual press conference really made no sense. I thought you were going to, like, and it got no reaction at all. The, uh, the whole press conference, I have a feeling, I don't know who was at that press conference. I don't know, I think it might have just been press. Yeah, but nothing. Because, which, like, which, makes me believe, which makes me believe that those people that were covering the event don't care about pro wrestling. Doesn't care about even if you're there for their jobs, they can't like be like, oh oh, oh, my god! But like, who is who is Undertaker to them? Maybe nobody. It could end up being nobodies to them. Which yeah, it had absolutely zero reaction. It's like maybe Undertaker should have come out and said, "I guess there's only one thing left to say. Let's get this party started." In here. <laughs> nice. Yeah, that's exactly what it should have been. I meant, I actually, I, should, I meant to say, let's get it started. I said, let's get yeah, this party figured. started, yeah. I, I accidentally uh, combined... Uh, pink? Pink with, with them, Black yeah. Piece. Yeah, so, whoops. As soon as I said that, I was like, oh, no, he's going the bar mitzvah route. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which you probably don't even hear that at bar mitzvahs these days anymore, but uh, yeah. So WrestleMania is coming back to New Orleans for 34. WrestleMania 34. Yeah, it's also rumored that Kyle O'Reilly and Raymond Rowe are going to be signing with the WWE. I just hope that Warbeard Hammer uh, Hansen? signs a contract too. Is it Hammer? It's Hansen. Hammer Hansen. Hansen. Warbeard. I hope Hansen. he signs with them too, huh? I laughed through when me saying Hanson, because you said Hammer. I don't know if that's... Yeah, yeah, I was just like, Hammer, no. Yeah, I would like to see uh, Raymond Rowe and and Warbeard Hanson in WWE as a tag team, because they've been, I mean, they've been phenomenal on the independent scene. I know you've been fans of both of theirs for a long time. Imagine if they uh, joined the Wyatt family. Uh, See, that's like, I don't, I wouldn't understand that. It's like the same thing, like, how did Damo debut in, like get put into sanity but he's not really with sanity no he is with sanity is he i thought he just attacked that guy no we covered this he's replacing but he didn't do he he attacked but he also left without sanity no i'm pretty sure he's with sanity i don't think so he left he left without them on that clip no that was like weeks ago oh so okay. like in February you'll probably see him wrestle. Mm-hmm. So maybe. Yeah. So but Mark Hunt. Speaking of maybes. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say uh, Mark Hunt is uh, suing Brock Lesnar in the UFC and Dana White because he uh, he feels he, like he deserves the money that Brock Lesnar earned during that fight at UFC 200. The guy's just trying to make some money. I, but, like, first of all, Brock Lesnar was paid a ton of money for that. Mm-hmm. And they overturned the outcome. So I think it's like a no contest now due to the, the steroids that Brock Lesnar was using. And now mm-hmm. is suspended for for a year of combat in, in the UFC. Yeah. So should Brock Lesnar get to keep all of that money? 
I don't think so. I don't I think, think he, he should, should pay fines. I well, I mean, I'm sure he might be paying fines as well, but I'm pretty sure that he shouldn't be getting any of that money that he got from the fight. Mm-hmm. I mean, you cheated, and yeah. you got caught, and you got suspended. So Mark Hunt feels like he deserves part of that money or all of the money. Mm-hmm. So whether or not he gets it, who knows? Who knows? But uh, speaking of who knows, uh, Shane Thorne of TM61 is out with an injured knee. It required surgery, and uh, nobody knows how much time he'll be out for. Hopefully he'll be back soon. Um, hopefully the injury is not, not too bad. Yeah, they were going to go, uh, apparently via the news sites, they were going into a program with uh, the Revival. Yeah. So, also a whole bunch of names this week were rumored for the WWE Hall of Fame this year. Uh, to add to Diamond Dallas Page and the Rick Rude rumors, uh, some of the people on the list—well, not some of the people, all of the people on the list—you had IRS, you had the Natural Disasters, you had Christian, and you had William Regal. So, uh, if any of them get inducted, who knows? But. A bunch of good them list, are, though. Yeah, a bunch of them are definitely overdue, very deserving. Some of natural them, disasters. not some of them, all of them are. Yeah, natural disasters. Rude. Yeah, Rick Rude should definitely go into the Hall of Fame. Christian, I wouldn't really necessarily put him in it yet, but yeah, I wouldn't yet. He definitely had a Hall of Fame career. All right. Uh, let's go with some indie results. On the seventh, Ace Redemption took place in Wellington, New Jersey. You had Matthias Glass and Ultimo Mayo defeat the Disciples of Fear. Boz versus Johnny Angel versus Jordan Oliver went to a no contest. The New York Wrecking Crew defeated Defiance. Steve Penna defeated Alvin Alvarez and Jamal Jackson. Stockade defeated Steve Mack by DQ. TJ Marconi picked up the victory over Aaron Bradley. Ace Diamond title on the line. Anthony Gangon successfully defeated Mark Haas. Um, Adam Payne defeated Anthony Ramirez via disqualification. And Ricky Reyes defeated Sebastian Cage. Yes. Uh, moving on from that to the seventh as well in Union, New Jersey. WrestlePro took place. Uh, first opening match of the night, you saw Habib from the car wash defeat CPA. That was their second time meeting. Yeah, Team Espinitos defeat the Beach Bems. Buster Jackson defeated Francis Kiplin Stevens, uh, which was this match was set up to see if Francis could in fact be Pat Buck's tag team partner to defend the titles that night against the Heavenly Bodies, since Ryback was not there and the titles needed to get defended. So, uh, Kip didn't, uh, didn't get it. So, Pat Buck was out of partner. Yeah. Um, also, you had the Dirty and Durable defeat Amazing Graysons. Uh, Swaggle picked up the victory over Johnny Clash. Leo Rush, in his debut, defeated Chris Payne, Joe Keys, and Delroy Alexander. Mario Boca attacked Leo Rush afterwards, and Rush has been added to this ma- uh, to his match with Cody Rhodes in February. Yeah, so look forward to that. 
Uh, for the Wrestle Pro Championship, the champion Bobby Wayward successfully retained the title over Sanjay Dutt and Alex Reynolds. Petrus the Barbie Killer defeated Nikki Adams. The Taboo Crew defeated the Apple Corps. Yet Fala Ba defeat Matt Stryker. Bear Bronson defeated Beefcake Charlie after Beefcake Charlie's manager Jay Enterprise knocked Beefcake out. And uh, then the, the main event for the Wrestle Pro Tag Team Championships. No DQ match. Kevin Matthews made that a no DQ match after he came out to be Pat Buck's uh, tag team partner. And the Heavenly yeah. Bodies, yeah, the Heavenly Bodies picked up the victory, so they're the new tag team champions. And Dan Moff, he attacked Kevin and Pat during this. Yeah, so, so that's, yeah. A lot going on with Russell Pro, so go support them. Go check them out. I believe their next show is coming up in February at the Starland Ballroom with Cody Rhodes and Ryback. Check it out. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. Uh, upcoming independent wrestling shows this week, though, or for next week, we have on the 17th of January, we have Shine 40 in Arbor City, Florida. Uh, Angel Rose will be taking on Jamie Jam Jameson, Jesse Bell Smothers, and Sue Young in a fatal Bra four-way. Brandy Lauren did uh, pick, <laughs> wow, both are wrong, versus Malia Hasaka. Uh, Ariel Monroe will be taking on Sandra Bale. Candy Cartwright taking on Leva Bates. Chelsea Green will be taking on Rachel Ellering. Allison Kay taking on Mercedes Martinez. For the Shine Tag Team Championships, a three corners match. You're going to be seeing the champions Raquel and Santana take on C4 and Las Sicarias. You're also going to have the title on the line, Ivelisse, defending against Lufisto. Yeah. Go check them out. On the 20th of January, you're going to have Create a Pro Wrestling. Uh, presents hit him up. You're gonna be seeing Fighter Cat taking on Pat Buck, Beefcake Charlie and Tommy Moansaw taking on Bryce Donovan and Kyle Puss. You're gonna be seeing Izzy McKenna taking on Liza Viero, uh, Delroy Alexander taking on Maxwell Jacob Feinstein. The Reynolds brothers will be taking on the Breakfast Club, Mikey Warren taking on TJ Warren. Uh, you're also going to be seeing Joe Bronson taking on Johnny Clash, taking on Rene Dupree, and Johnny Silver. Yeah, you got the cap tag team titles on the line. Massage Envy taking on Kai Katana and Kevin Tibbs. And the Creative Pro Championship will be on the line as the champion Max Caster looks to defend that title successfully against Mark Sterling. Yeah. So definitely check that out. And right now, we will take a break and be right back here on Marking Out. Fork! Knife! A spoon! Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to episode number 310 of Marking Out, pro wrestling talk by pro wrestling fans. Moving on to the pro sports entertainment, uh, yeah, the sports entertainment yeah. portion of the show, kicking it off with some Monday Night Raw. Again, you're not going to do it, so I'll just go ahead and say Monday Night Nitro, which of course kicked off with Mick Foley and Stephanie McMahon backstage. Mick Foley completely buzzed his head now, so I'm, I love assuming, I'm assuming he heard last week's episode. Um, yeah, he definitely did. Uh, yeah, so now a lot more 
Yes, it looks it looks everything that was last week. I wish was scraped from the records. Which yes, good call. Which maybe like years from now it'll turn into that part that part where Dolph Ziggler randomly showed up on SmackDown or Raw, whichever it was, with brown hair that random time. But uh, when he was like platinum blonde. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so Mick Foley got his head shaved, uh, and Seth Rollins came into the to the office to enter the Raw Rumble. Braun Strowman cut him off to demand a match against Goldberg or Roman Reigns for Monday Night Raw, uh, or just in general. I'm not even sure. But uh, Seth Rollins is like, "You want a match with them? I'll give you what it, I'll give you what you want." And then he attacks Strowman, and Stephanie's like, "This is all your fault, Mick." Oh. And uh, yeah, so then the next first thing that we saw on the match, first match that we saw was for the United States Championship, a handicap match. You saw Jericho taking on Roman Reigns, which was postponed because Braun Strowman came out during it, started brawling with Roman Reigns. Then the three of them started beating up Roman Reigns. Seth Rollins ran down with what they call the equalizer. It's a chair. I don't see how a chair plus Seth Rollins equals three people. Yeah, it was, especially, it was a when, chair. especially when Braun Strowman's a monster. But uh, Rollins got in the ring right away, tossed the chair at Strowman, hit the Van Daminator, which, come on, just call it the Van Daminator. That's what it is. But uh, I don't like that it's becoming a habit of Raw. Postponing matches. When? Who, what does that mean? Who says that? Yeah, recently they've been doing a lot of postponing. And in addition to that, DQs. Mm. A lot of DQs recently. So Stephanie postponed it, and she was like, by the way, Strowman, Rollins, that match is now. Which led into a double countout. Yeah, that's one of the finishes, too. Which I have to say, I, I first of all, the, the match itself, I I thought it was decent. I, mm-hmm. just, I, I hate that Seth Rollins didn't look weak at all in this. Just for the sake of Sami Zayn. Yeah. Like I, I don't know why. How? Why am I? Why do I? Why should I believe that Seth Rollins is like this strong guy, and Sami Zayn is this weak guy that can't wrestle Braun Strowman? I don't know. I don't understand it. <laughs> I really don't either. But yeah, so that was a nice little segment. Um, but then the next match, Strowman ended up. Going one on one with uh, Seth Rollins. That's what we just spoke about, bro. Oh, I thought we were still talking about the brawling. Nope. Remember it ended oh. in a no contest, and you're like that too. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but I just want to make mention in this match there was a part where Rollins ended up going for that blockbuster, and Strowman caught him. But stop jumping off the rope onto tall people and strong yeah. people. But I thought that was a cool part. I thought no? it was cool too. Yes, I did. Okay, okay. No, there were a lot of things in this match I liked. When uh, r- when Strowman was outside in the corner of the barricade, and, and did I say Stro- Strowman was on the corner, right? Yeah. And Rollins went to the top rope, and he stood up there. Oh, yeah. And just jumped off, completely missed. But mm-hmm. I like that as well. I agree. So there were some decent parts in that, but... Uh, what is what does a no contest lead to? That doesn't make sense. Nothing. It just that all just makes me like, oh, like that kind of like digs that knife in the gut just for the Sami Zayn. 
mm-hmm. for the Sami Zayn because he's quote unquote injured from WWE.com. The Sami Zayn. Yeah. Yeah, but next up you had Gallagher. Gallagher. Yeah. Defeat Gulak. Um, what do you think of his his finisher, the running drop kick? Um. Not enough. Expecting more. Yeah, not not enough. I mean, it's just a running drop kick. Yeah, it's not enough. I don't think that's enough at all. But uh, yeah, so this match was good for what it was. Yeah, it led it to uh, Gallagher calling out the VAR and challenging him to a match on Two Hundred Five Live. Well, he called to to meet with him on Two Hundred Five Live to work things out. Yeah. Which Davari then met him on 205 Live and they brawled. And Gallagher challenged him to an I-forfeit match. Which he goes, mm-hmm. what What the hell is an I-forfeit match? And he goes, well, I guess it's like an I-quit match. But mm-hmm. you'll have to say you forfeit. So it's funny because like, like who would have ever thought that there'd be a character like this that would get over? But fans seem to really enjoy Gallagher. And I'm happy. I mean, the guy's good. Yeah, especially because like I, we didn't know him before the, before this tournament. No, first time I ever saw him was the cruiserweight um, classic. The cruiserweight uh, classic. That debut match, you know. The cruiserweight classic. Yeah, the match to get into the tournament. Oh yes, right. Yes, that's when. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, up next, after that, we saw the heartbreak kid, Shawn Michaels. Oh, Shawn. Which, also, before that, even I think it was before this. I don't even know at what point it was. It was just, like, so depressing seeing it. Shawn Michaels is backstage dabbing with TJ. Oh, I know. I was curious to see what your reaction I don't was. know at what point during Monday Night Raw. That's a Shonda. That shouldn't happen. That's not. That's a Shonda. Yeah, don't. That's not like that's. I. That's no. Don't. That's no. I have no words no. for that. Uh, I can't. But Shawn Michaels was out at this specific time, at this specific moment to talk about his new movie, the resurrection, the resurrection of Gavin Stone, which I had no idea was hitting theaters. Which I, I never still, heard. This. I still don't even think it's hitting a wide release of theaters, but. Uh, the guy that plays Grant Ward on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is in it. So, if you're a fan of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., you would know him as Grant Ward, but I don't... Yeah, so... <laughs> but uh, Rusev, Lana, and Jinder Mahal cut him off, and Rusev was like, put put my wife in in your movie. And Sean's like, oh, I don't think we can do that. It's already... The movie's out, like, next week. And he goes, Star Wars did it. And he goes, I don't think you know how CGI works. And then Enzo and Cass came out, which led to a match where Cass wanted Rusev. And Rusev's like, yeah, I'll give you a match, but here's Jinder. And then Big Cass went on to defeat Jinder Mahal. HBK hit Rusev with a sweet chin music during this. I didn't even see that. Yeah, it was a quick sweet chin music. Mm -hmm. But I I don't understand any of that. Yeah. Uh, after this, Neville picked up the victory over Lindsay Dorado. Um, Interesting nothing... in this. Yeah. Uh, the way I look at it, at least, Neville kind of 
not not won the match, but prior to hitting that that extended rings of Saturn, kind of hit like a reverse modified F five. Hmm. I'd have to rewatch the clip. Yeah, I, I liked I liked that move, and then how he did the extended rings of Saturn. Yeah, I thought that was cool. Which, and then again after the match, after Neville won, he attacked Lindsay. And also locked oh, again locked in the rings of Saturn, and Rich Swan made his return to make the save, and then they brawled a little bit, and Neville Neville ran out. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, and then next uh, up earlier, yeah. earlier in the night, you had a backstage segment where Sasha Banks and Bailey were talking to each other, and then Charlotte showed up, and then Nia Jack showed up, and then they attacked. Both of them. This led into later on, right now in this night, them storming into Stephen McMahon's office, them being Sasha Banks and Bailey, and and they asked for a match with Nia Jax and Charlotte next week on Raw. And Stephanie Bailey at one point called Stephanie Steph, which she goes, "It's not Steph. You're speaking to Mrs. McMahon," which. A hundred percent somebody watched The Celebrity Apprentice last week and wrote the same exact segment into the script for Raw. Why would happen on that show? They're in the boardroom and John Lovitz is speaking and called Arnold Schwarzenegger. He goes, Arnold? And he goes, Arnold, in here it's the governor. You call me the governor. And it's <laughs> the exact same thing that happened on Monday Night Raw with Stephen McMahon and Bailey. Mm-hmm. And then Stephanie McMahon went on to say something like, oh, you don't know who you something about who the real boss was, which which Sasha, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. There, now there's rumors buzzing about WrestleMania 33, Stephanie McMahon versus Sha- Sasha Banks. Mm. Yeah. And then Stephanie just set up a match for later on. So, yeah, about that. Yeah. Um, like it's. So next up, you ended up having Shame. good old Sheamus in uh, in a matchup versus uh, Luke Gallows. Uh, Sheamus picked up the victory. Cesaro and Anderson battling on that ramp for a long time, distracting um, Gallows. Yeah, they were on commentary, and uh, Anderson went to go down to the ring, I think. And Cesaro went to stop him, and Anderson attacked Cesaro, but Cesaro got the upper hand there. Which caused Gallo's distraction, turn around, boom, bro kick. I'm okay with this. Yeah. It's just like, I don't know what they're doing with everyone. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming at the Rumble we'll see Seamus and Cesaro versus them. So, Which, um, which by yeah. the way, the DLC for WW2K17, the, the next, the new generation, whatever the pack is, the... the Next set of stars, it's Ty Dillinger, it's Austin Aries, it's Mojo Rawley, and it's the club. Check it out. Comes out That's next, a next Tuesday. Pretty big pack. Yeah, it comes out Tuesday. That's cool. So hopefully we'll have new moves and stuff in there and some, some fun entrances and attire. Some nice little ditties about Jack and Diane. Yeah, and speaking of nice little ditties, uh Mick Foley was trying all night to get The Undertaker to appear since it was heavily rumored last week that Undertaker might appear and it was definitely all up to Mick Foley. Everything was laying on Mick Foley's shoulders and Stephanie came out 
to evaluate Mick Foley as a general manager. And just like that, Undertaker comes out. And then entered the Raw Rumble, which I thought was so stupid. Especially because he was last seen on SmackDown saying, like, mm-hmm. if you guys don't win, there will be consequences. And then SmackDown won that match. So mm-hmm. I don't know what kind of consequences there were going to be. I'm, I still don't know. I don't even know what the deal is with that. I was thinking about that, and it just still, it still doesn't make sense why they did that. But I think there's just way too many big part-time names to be in this Rumble. Like why, I agree. Well, nobody should care about Brock Lesnar. Nobody should care about Goldberg. Nobody should care about Undertaker in this. Yeah, but unfortunately, people are. And it's like the last thing I want to do is see Undertaker win the Royal Rumble. I agree. Um, I, I wouldn't mind Kevin Owens, but he's not in it, right? He's the champion now. Yeah. And it's like Royal Rumbles were always fun, but like in recent years, it's been like a lot of garbage outcomes. Yeah, I want to see him win it next year. And Undertaker said in this, in the, on Monday Night Raw, he said if somebody gets in his way, they'd rest in peace. And they randomly showed Braun Strowman during this as well, so I don't know if they're trying to plant seeds for that. Uh, I don't think... I wouldn't I don't, mind it. I don't want to see Undertaker versus Strowman. I do. <clears throat> I don't, because you know Undertaker's not going to lose. I hope he does. So... I doubt. I, there's no way. There's no way Undertaker's going to lose that. What would you do if he did? I. I mean, like it. I would be like, yes, finally, somebody's going over that sh- deserves to go over at least. Mm-hmm. A younger talent that they're building. Brock Lesnar? Are you kidding me? I still, that's so stupid. He's a young stud. Yeah. For our future. But I. I don't even. I still don't even understand why this happened on Monday Night Raw. Given Undertaker's a SmackDown superstar. There's no reason for a superstar on SmackDown to flip-flop like that. Or, I agree. Or, or, or a loosely associated to a brand superstar flip to Monday Night Raw. Mm-mm. He was like king of SmackDown right before Survivor Series. I'm back. I'm the king of SmackDown, blah, blah, blah. And then never saw him again until tonight. Yeah. But whatever. He's in the Rumble. Hopefully he doesn't win. Um, next up, do we want to talk about the Dar stuff? The what? Oh, no, Dar. I'm Dar. Nah. Uh, Flair and Na- uh, Nia Jax picked up the victory over Bailey and Sasha Banks. Doesn't that happen um, after this match? I thought it had, which, the Fox? Yeah. Maybe. Um, nothing really to note there anyways. Yeah, well, nothing but. to note with Charlotte and that match. Yeah. They desperately need new riders for Monday Night Raw, especially for the women's division. I do like Nia Jax's guillotine leg drop. Yeah, but for what reason? Like, what? That doesn't. That doesn't. I don't care. I don't care about that. I really. Nah, I just that. always like that move. Because of Hulk Hogan, who <laughs> like what was who? How many people did you see do that leg drop? Um. I don't know. I just thought it was a good, a cool move. Yeah. Well, absolutely nothing that I want to talk about in that women's match but uh backstage i will speak about alicia fox kissing noam dar uh which on 205 live noam beat cedric alexander because alicia fox moved noam dar out of the way 
And then Cedric later broke up with her, and she scared the hell out of me. It was like the last... She screamed so loud, and I guess I wasn't expecting her to yell like that. Mm-hmm. And I just, like, I jumped. I was like, what the hell is going on? What is that? And then I, like... For like if that was, like, what the hell is going on? What is that? It was, like, a split microsecond inside of my brain. And then I realized, oh, my God, she's screaming. She's screaming too loud. <clears throat> but, uh, yeah, so... Cedric and Fox are done now. Unfortunate. Unfortunate. Up next was, I think, my favorite segment of the night, which is weird. But uh, you had the New Day out there talking about how they thought about giving Titus O'Neil a second chance at joining New Day. And they had a challenge for him, which he came out and they introduced the, the, the challenge was the keg challenge, which he failed to compete, uh, to complete, I mean, at at the NXT, the, the first season of NXT. And I thought this was hilarious. And first of all, like, as much as people complained about the first season of NXT or those, like, the seasons of NXT before it was NXT, mm-hmm. I really, I enjoyed them because we saw new people getting a chance even like even though a bunch of them WWE let most of them slip through their grasp but but there were a bunch of good things to come from those first seasons of NXT mm-hmm. but yeah so this was fun and Titus got Titus did the challenge got cocky dropped the the keg before he crossed the finish line and then they pointed it out and he got pissed and he shoved Kofi and that led to a match where uh, Kofi picked up the victory over Titus O'Neil. I thought the match was actually really, really good. Brilliant spot. Absolutely brilliant spot. One of my favorite spots in a long time that I've seen. Uh, Kofi went to hit the SOS, and Titus reversed it into a Dominator with ease. I thought that was one of the best reversals I've ever seen. So kudos to them for that. And then... Xavier Woods started to play the trombone and Titus tossed Kofi Kingston out of the ring onto New Day, but New Day caught Kofi standing up, so he wasn't like harmed during that. And they weren't harmed during that. Mm-hmm. And then he chased him out of the ring, into the ring, and then got hit with the Trouble in Paradise to lose. Yeah. But yeah, this um, was I was very surprised at this match. Do you think he's gonna have a he, I mean, I'm going to assume that he's gonna have a go at Big E next week. It seems like that, and then it seems like maybe in two weeks we're going to see a new member of New Day. I have no idea. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> I mean, it seems like that's where it's most likely could lead to. Mm-hmm. Thoughts on that? I don't know. Um, I'm okay with it. I'm interested. Because it's definitely like, interested. It's like you think back, and Titus, for the most part. It's like, yeah, sometimes I'm like, ugh, I hate this, or I hate that of his, but, I mean, Mike skill-wise, I enjoy it. Hmm. So it's kind of like, it's kind of like, it's kind of like watching Big E, when Big E Langston was on television, and he was supposed to be this tough guy, strong guy, mean, whatever, and then you would see him do the backstage stuff, and he's like funny as can be. Mm-hmm. And I, I was like, no, I hate Biggie Langston. I absolutely I, this, this makes no sense. None of this makes sense. 
So it's kind of like that where it's like, and then they finally let Big E like do what he was doing backstage on television, mm-hmm. which is like now. So it's like you see Titus is like the same thing. Like you're supposed to be big, tall, monster, and then he does funny things, and it's like maybe New Day is a good fit for him. Mm-hmm. I I can see it. Yeah, I can definitely see it. In uh, the main event, the postponed match from the opening uh you had jericho chris jericho defeating roman reigns to become the united states champion which first of all like my inner self is like damn like chris jericho's finally the united states championship like how is how has he never been u.s champion ever I'm pretty sure there's been a U.S. I'm pretty sure there's been a U.S. championship from like ECW, even dating back to there, that he wasn't like, just never had it, never in ECW, never WCW, never WWE. That's weird. Uh, But then like my like outer self is just like why, why did this happen? Like I could see it maybe leading to Kevin Owens losing the Universal Championship and trying to say like, oh well. Since I was also in that match, uh, and I, I'm also the United States champion, and, and like because they already say that they are the Universal champion, they are the U.S. champion. So I don't know. Uh, that's like a rumored match at WrestleMania between the two of them. Mm-hmm. But like I don't understand. I still I don't understand why they took the title off of Roman Reigns unless something else is going to be. Well, I mean, look at how large um, Y2J and Kevin Owens as a team have become. But that's, I'm assuming that's going to lead to Roman Reigns being the universal champion at the Royal Rumble. And then, and then Chris Jericho feuding with Kevin Owens because KO's like, well, I was universal champion and, and let you be universal champion as well so you should let me be u.s champion also mm-hmm. or something like that i don't know maybe mm. maybe that something happens where like they both end up in the royal rumble and jericho because kevin owens would be losing would lose that title that night i would assume maybe he could take somebody out and get their spot and then he eliminates jericho by mistake or whatever and then it just unravels and leads to wrestlemania hmm I don't know. That's an interesting thought process, though, and I kind of like it a lot. Yeah. I kind of like it a whole lot. What do you think that something like this would actually happen, though? Yeah, I could see it happening. I could definitely see something like that happening. Hmm. Why, you don't? No, I do. I do. I'm just thinking about it now. There is... A lot that I would do with that. They've always teased. But then, how would he be eliminated? Like that's just something like by accident, maybe Jericho eliminates, or by accident, yeah, by accident, maybe Kevin Owens gets eliminated by Jericho, and then he's like, "Well, what the hell, man? I was going to go to WrestleMania to to be the main event," and then like then they that's like they slowly but surely through. February to March, and then April comes around, boom, they're in a heated rivalry. Hmm. Uh, there is always rumors about them at WrestleMania. 
That's yeah, that's what I did say. Yeah, I know. So I don't know. All right. Well, moving hmm. on to SmackDown. Yeah. Ambrose Asylum kicked it off, uh, where he announced that he'll be the first champion on SmackDown to enter the Royal Rumble. Then Miz and Maurice came out, and Miz said he'll also be in the Royal Rumble. And then he claimed that the match last week between them should have ended in a disqualification due to Maurice. And then he somehow coerced the referee into taking his side or whatever, which we said that last week. Yeah. It should have ended in a disqualification. Miz should still be the Intercontinental Champion. But uh, he asked Ambrose to hand over the title. And uh, Ambrose instead gave him a Miz Participation Award. And then Miz attacked him and then held him for uh, Maurice to slap him. And she went to slap him and he ducked and she slapped Miz. And then Ambrose hit him with dirty deeds. So. Yeah. And then up next, uh, Nikki Bella was walking to the ring. And Natalia attacked her for their match. And then... When the match time actually came, right up after that, Nikki attacked Natalia before the bell rang, and they just brawled. Not a fan of this entire storyline. And then the segment ended with uh, Natalia locking in the sharpshooter on the outside yeah. of the ring. Not a fan of this segment. I don't like this storyline at all with Natalia and Nikki Bella. I don't care. Do you care? Um, no. I, I liked Carmella versus Nikki better. I like that storyline better because it felt like it felt. I don't want to say real, but like, I don't know. It just felt better. Mm-hmm. So, I don't. I I don't know. I don't it's know like the whole thing. The whole it. thing is built on like their friendship, but Natalia is like a person that's known for flip flopping through the years that she's been in WWE. Yeah. And and has been like a proven like oh you can't trust her type of thing. So like they're bringing stuff in like blurred lines again. Mm-hmm. So there's like portions of that that just like I don't like that in wrestling sometimes. So mm-hmm. but up after that we saw Dolph Ziggler taking on Kalisto and uh Kalisto actually got the victory here. Uh, Dolph Ziggler hit an awesome dropkick and then pinned Kalisto when uh, Dolph Ziggler pinned him on his back, which was not the greatest way to pin Kalisto, I guess, because Kalisto quickly rolled him into a pin and got a quick pin. And Ziggler got pissed afterwards and attacked Kalisto. He grabbed a chair and tacked him. Apollo Crews ran down, tried to make the save. Ziggler also attacked Apollo Crews, so I don't know where it's going to lead to, but... I don't know, but it's going to be interesting. Do you like Kalisto and uh, well, Apollo Crews coming to Kalisto's aid? I do, but I, is, I guess Ziggler's a heel now? Yeah, I guess it's official. Full-fledged heel. Um, what's the point of Kalisto picking up the victory, though? Is Kalisto well, that was, going that was that that set Dolph Ziggler off? Yeah, but is he going to be taking the place of Ziggler as the uh, top face? I did not think of that. 
But that would be kind of like a flip-flop. That would be interesting, and that would be awesome, because Kalisto deserves everything. I agree with you. And I'm interested to see Ziggler in a heel role. I mean, we haven't seen him since Vicky Guerrero, I believe, right? Uh, not Vicky Guerrero, but since, like, 2000, 2013. That's still a while, with, 2013. With, with AJ and Big E. And then came WrestleMania, the night after WrestleMania, where basically everything flipped. Yeah. So, and then it became like the night after WrestleMania. Everyone wanted to, I need to get to see that Raw. But what was Raw? The night after WrestleMania Raw. Like, 2013 was like, that was the reason everyone, like, that was when everyone started to, like, get behind the night after WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Like, when in 2012, when we went to WrestleMania, I flew home that night. I didn't care about going to see Raw. I didn't care, like, oh, if I miss it, I miss it. Mm-hmm. But now, if I went to WrestleMania, I would never want to miss Raw. So. I agree. We should have went to that Raw. We Right? <laughs> like, how did we not? It was weird that we just flew down for Mania and, like... But, nah, you were all wrestled out that weekend anyway, so... Oh, yeah. I was totally... I was done. Yeah. There was nothing you could do that was going to get me to go to another wrestling event. Well, At least that weekend. Uh, but moving on from that, American Alpha ended up picking up the victory over the Wyatt family. Uh, Bray Wyatt and Randy Orton. Um, I gotta know, what is that noise? I'm, I knew you were going to ask me about I'm that. Because like, I'm hearing it in my oh. head and I know what it is. <laughs> I just don't know where it's from. It's the dang diction on my phone. Oh, right. That's what it is. <laughs> I, I was trying to scroll through something, but I accidentally keep on clicking diction. And even though I have my phone on mute, it still makes plays a damn noise. I like. I, I knew I knew yeah. the noise. It's Yeah, that's when, like, when Siri talks. I actually turned off Siri. Yeah, well. Because she kept on turning it on uh, automatically, and I didn't appreciate it. Yeah. She... A little bit too much. My Siri doesn't even turn on when I click it right away on the computer. You don't turn on your Siri? No. No? She says, Brandon, that's not that's not possible. I'm just Siri. <laughs> My yeah. Siri just turned on too much. Okay. So, uh, yeah. So, Luke Harper ended up getting up on the apron. And uh, Chad Gable pushed Randy Orton into him, knocking him off the apron, leading to... Chad Gable rolling up Randy Orton to win. Yeah, but the fireworks were going off right after this match. Yeah, Harper and Orton argued with each other. Bray Wyatt tried to stop it. And uh, Luke Harper went to kick Randy Orton, but Bray Wyatt got in the middle and he got kicked. Yeah, a sidekick right to the face. Was it the face? I thought so. I thought the gut. I, no, it was definitely the gut. 100% the gut. No way it was okay. the face, yeah, because he was still up. Yeah, I was a little bit surprised with that one because it was a quick scene. Uh, when I watched it, it was kind of sped up. So I was a little bit surprised why he's still standing and everything. Yeah, no. It was so that makes gut. more sense if it was the gut. Yeah. But, yeah, so I don't know where this is leading to. Um, I, we said last week it'll probably lead to maybe a WrestleMania match between Harper and Orton. Mm-hmm. Which I said last week is like such a wasted WrestleMania match, but I like where else could this be leading to? You know, 
I'm not too sure, but I'm not really. I don't know. Obviously, it's gonna. I think where is it gonna go for with Bray? Yeah, so like, cause like it, right now, it just seems like WWE doesn't really seem to care about the SmackDown Tag Team Championships or American Alpha. You you know you can ask me a million times over who are the SmackDown Tag Team Champions, and I won't know. I'll keep on forgetting. Like that transition, the transition from from uh, Rhino and Heath Slater to the Wyatt family, and then to American Alpha got like kind of like bunched together. Where because it really it doesn't look like they care at all. Mm -hmm. It just it's like oh yes, American Alpha are now the tag team champions. Wyatt family, Wyatt family, Wyatt family, Wyatt family. Yeah. So there's not. I, really I, I don't mind it, but they're building up their own feud, you know. Yeah, they're, they're, they're not the tag team championship. Exactly, which I just I don't understand that. So SmackDown needs to fix that. If any writer from WWE is listening to this, you need to fix that. Exactly. Um, uh, after that, you had backstage or in the ring. I forget where it took place. Um, pretty sure no, it was backstage. I think it was backstage. I'm almost. <laughs> I'm almost sure. But uh, Daniel Bryan set up a steel cage match between Alexa Bliss and Becky Lynch next week on SmackDown for the Women's Championship, which I'm happy is going to be on like a random SmackDown episode, a cage match between two women. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, I think it should have happened like a long time ago. I agree. I mean, you have so many women that were capable of being in a match like that and they just never did. But even so, like, just, I meant, like, a long time ago, as in, like, like since the brand split, there have been women uh-huh. cage matches in WWE. Okay. But, uh, yeah, but since the first SmackDown, since the brand split, because Raw, they did the Hell in a Cell, then they stole everything that SmackDown built up and gave them, Sasha and, and Charlotte did the, the no DQ, whatever match. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think, and yeah, SmackDown did a tables match and whatnot. But I think there's there needed some more oomph there. Should have been a TLC match, which would have made me would have made made me more happy to see that than seeing the cage match. Mm-hmm. So, but we'll see how this cage match goes. Um, will La Luchadora make an appearance next week? Who knows. I guess only time will tell. Yeah. Um, next up, you had Carmelo with uh, James Ellsworth take on CJ Lund. Yeah. Um, Who, she picked uh, up the victory. She wrestles on the indies as Thunder Kitty. Oh, that's Thunder Kitty. Yeah. I never knew who that was. I always saw her name on the indie scene and stuff like that, but I wasn't familiar with her. Yeah, which JBL, by the way, was just absolutely absurd on commentary during this. It took everything away from the match and just put it all on JBL's disbelief, as if nobody could be di- some, as if nobody could look different. Mm-hmm. Like she, I guess she re- she was wrestling as like a somebody from like May Young's era. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, that's one of the this, things I love. Like he goes, oh, uh, look uh, at this! It's it's May Young's grand stepniece, stuff like something like that. It just like takes away, like, oh my god! Like, look at Millie Burke. Like, I guess because Mildred Burke was a pro wrestler in that era as well. And like the commentators, like, well, I'm pretty sure we were told her name is C.J. Lund, 
Mm-hmm. And he goes, oh, Millie Burke, Millie Burke, Millie Burke. Like, over and over again. And it's just like, oh, that took away from the match, like, so much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was actually a big... I was intrigued by her, uh, her Fabulous Moolah look, you know? I was disappointed. Very- I was disappointed, though. Uh, Ellsworth grabbed her foot in front of the referee's eyes. I know. Why is that not a DQ? Should that not have been? I think so. And then after that, Carmella got to take advantage of that, but the match continued. And behind the referee's back next time, Ellsworth Ellsworth pulled her out of the ring. And uh, then she got back in the ring. Boom. Code of silence. End of the match. So should she have won the match? I believe so. Due to interference, or at least the referee should have moved him away from the ringside area. I think so. Yeah. Uh, In the main event of SmackDown, we saw the champ, uh, not really the champ, but, you know, his time is now, John Cena defeat Baron Corbin. It's funny, like, when you're not, like, the champ anymore, like, that's still going to be his nickname, right? Like, when he says the champ is here, like... Yeah, I think he's going to still say... The champ is here. It's like, well, president. When president's not a president anymore, he's still a president. Like, governor. In, is that, you call me the I, don't, governor. I, don't, I don't think that's how it works. Yeah, you still call them president. President Clinton, President Bush, President Obama. You still call I, them. Don't that. you say former president? I don't I don't. I have never spoken to a president, though. <laughs> so, who knows? Like, I don't know. I'm pretty sure that's what they say. Like, that's what... I mean, I just said earlier during Raw with the Arnold Schwarzenegger. Mm-hmm. And here you call me the governor. So, it's governor. They say that. Former. Like, yeah. That's what, I, that's what it is. So, so the champ, John Cena, defeated Baron Corbin, which I wish Baron Corbin, like... I wish John Cena would have had to hit more attitude adjustments than just one on Baron Corbin. Like why? Why not try to make Corbin look strong in a match? If especially against John Cena, yeah. If you're trying to make Baron Corbin seem like he's strong, mm-hmm. so well, the match was a really good match. I I agree. I hope that this is Which, a good sign. Okay, uh, I thought that, that a lot is going to be coming up Baron Corbin this 2017. It's funny. Come to me last year, two years ago, whatever, and ask me about this. I would have been like, no, hell no. But because I still thought Baron Corbin needed a lot more of NXT, which when he came to the main roster, 100%, I believe he needed more NXT. Mm-hmm. But he's definitely, definitely turned around and, and has improved so much. And that whole stuff, like when Kalisto was out injured, like, he had promo time to talk, get better at talking, and mm-hmm. just worked a lot more a lot, a lot lot more matches and became better. Yeah. Um, but SmackDown ended. AJ, AJ was on commentary for this, so it ended with AJ Styles and John Cena staring each other down from inside and outside the ring. So that's your Royal Rumble match, I guess. For the WWE Championship. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is disappointing. Stupid. AJ Styles, the Royal Rumble poster came out. Yeah, I don't get this. Where's Waldo? Where's AJ Styles? Mm-hmm. He's in the very bottom 
or not bottom, very top corner, the small, small can be. I don't understand. Like, how does that happen? He's your WWE champion. No respect. <laughs> He's got no respect. Uh, no respect, no respect, eh? Yeah. You know, my dad met him. Really? How? Uh, well, he was walking in, uh, I think it was Brooklyn. Oh, yeah. One of New York City's boroughs. My grandma met him. At, Back in like, the day. At a club or like? I think it was at a club or uh, a cruise. I think it was a club. Hmm. Or like, yeah, it was a club or something like that. Yeah. So that, that was SmackDown, though. Um, moving on to the UK Championship Tournament really quick. Uh, they announced the, the lineups. It's going to be taking place this Saturday and Sunday, the 13th and 14th, is that? Let me look at the calendar. Yeah, thir- no, 14th and 15th of January. Mm-hmm. 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, first match, you're going to be, well, not first match. I guess it's not limited to uh, the brackets. I don't know how what order they're going in, but Tyler Bate will be facing Tucker. You're going to be seeing- Yeah, you got Jordan Devlin taking on Danny Birch. Um, Wasn't Jordan Devlin in WWE? No. no. I think I'm thinking of someone else. You're going to be seeing Trent Seven take on H.C. Dyer. Wolfgang taking on Tyson T-Bone. Mandrews, Mark Andrews will be taking on Dan Maloney. James Drake taking on Joseph Connors. Pete Dune will be taking on Roy Johnson. You also got Sax, uh, Saxon Huxley taking on Sam Gradwell. Yeah, so definitely check it out on the WWE Network this weekend, 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 14th and 15th, Saturday and Sunday. Hey, Dave. Shameless plugs. Shameless plugs. Thank you to the following people for promoting us in this week of professional wrestling. Go check out Jonathan at Mr. John Foss. Also go check out Hokey at Okay, 19. Also, go check out Larietto. They post a lot of GIFs. Um, we just... <laughs> what? It's GIFs. GIFs? They're GIFs. Or is it a GIF? No. But go follow him at Mr. Larietto. Also, go check out our friend, good old friend from Montreal, chilling up there in Canada. Eric at Montreal Broski, MTL Broski. Go check him out first thing in the morning. Go watch his YouTube show because it is awesome as always. Gimmick infringement. But go check him out. And no, yeah, no, go no. check out Team Awesome 418. Oh, yeah. I was going to say yeah. now, now because you did that, you have to also plug the our, our YouTube video. Yeah, so also Cooking with Brandon 5. Make sure you go watch that, share that, post that, watch that. Comment on that, like it, share it, retweet it, all of that fun stuff. YouTube.com slash out 11 Hey, Brandon, any shh? Unbelievable. Shh. Shout out. Hello there, this is Randy Newman, and I'm telling you that you got some shout outs from Brandon. Wow.
Oh. Chris Jericho gets the first shout out. Um, I'm assuming you saw the video, but after he won the United States Championship, uh, backstage, he and Kevin Owens did an interview, and he ended up stepping up on some steps and declared himself the great Jericho Lee. Mm-hmm. Did you see the promo or no? No, no, no. Oh, it was really funny. There was like a new guy interviewing them. And, like, at one point, like, they frantically stopped. They're like, wait a minute. You're not Tom Phillips. Where the hell is Tom Phillips? Oh, wait. I saw I saw this. I saw some of them interview, getting interviewed by a new guy. Yeah. I thought that promo was really funny, so. Up next, the song Rockabye by Clear Bandits with Sean Paul and Anne-Marie. I don't know if anyone knows this song. I'm sure they do. But uh, I heard it on the radio a few weeks ago, and I literally I just can't get it. It's just stuck in my head. It's so catchy. So are you trying to tell me you just can't get enough? No, that's not this at all. No. Just can't get enough? So, like, if you're listening to this show, uh, go listen to that song. It's a good song, to me at least. I don't know. It's like a pop song, you know? And last up goes to It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia since the 12th season started last week. Um, And this is the first time I'll watch a season while it airs live. Normally, I watch it on Netflix, and I just mm-hmm. finished. I watched the 11th season on Netflix the other day, and uh, I look forward to watching the 12th season. I, I Wait, watched which, the first Which show episode. is this? It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Oh, it's Always Sunny. Uh-huh. You ever watch it? or? Yeah, no, I've seen it, but I've never watched it like uh, religiously. Yeah, I never watched it. <laughs> I, I wouldn't it. mind it, though. I never watched it. Like I, I would see like an episode here and there, and then like Netflix had it, and uh, I watched it. And just like, just from season one all the way up to 11, just watched all of it. So mm-hmm. not all at once. I watched 11. I was waiting for season 11 to come out. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah. And then, yeah. So check out It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia if you haven't done so. And uh, those are my shout outs. Now it's time for our... is right our mark out moment of the week i'm first gonna kick my mark out moment of the week off with just saying that i got to see john goodman and nathan lane in person on broadway it was really cool got to see timon and sully from monsters inc (laughs) as soon as when uh when john goodman came out on the stage i heard this a girl to the right of me literally going (gasps) literally gasped Really? Yeah, and then like the second act came, and uh, she was like, "Oh my god, I was crying when John Goodman came out. I can't believe I'm seeing John Goodman." He was, he lost a lot of weight, right? Yeah. Somehow I got stuck. There were two rows, three complete rows of, uh, of like I think they were like juniors in high school mm-hmm. that sat near us. It was weird. Word. I, like, I didn't see any chaperones or anything, so I don't know if they uh-huh. were. There. It was just like a how do who like do you not have school on a Wednesday at two p.m. I don't know. Yeah, nope. so but I definitely popped nope. big time seeing them on Broadway. It was awesome. Good deal. Um, my let's see, Mark, I'm over it. It's going to be the theme song to the next NXT Takeover. It is a song called Square Hammer by a band called Ghost. 
It's actually an awesome song that I'm a big fan of. I've been listening to them for a little bit of time now, at, well, recently for a few months. And this song I've been I've listened to on repeat so many times. I love it. So I'm happy that this is being played as their theme song and getting that exposure. Also, Mark Out Moment of the Week has to go to uh, me and my girlfriend Erica. We bought tickets to NXT TakeOver. Uh, not TakeOver. Jeez, <laughs> if only, right? Uh, actually, uh, probably just as good, but NXT Live in Albany at the Arm, uh, Washington Armory Center or whatever. But we bought tickets. Apparently, there should be Nakamura should be there, Samoa Joe, Asuka, and a few, bunch of others. I'm assuming Cassius Ono. And, I don't know if Joe will be there, though. I, hey, with Royal Rumble, who knows? But February 11th, I will definitely let you know. Um, and then on the same thing, um, I was showing my girlfriend Erica a little bit of stuff about Shinsuke Nakamura to introduce her. to. So this way she was prepared for the uh, live event that we go to. And I showed she's, her. She's not a professional, professional wrestling fan. No, she's not a professional wrestling fan, but she's not against it. You know, she's very open to, uh, <laughs> it's like to watch. It's like my girlfriend's against. Like, there will be no <laughs> summer jam in this house. <laughs> you are not allowed to watch that WrestleMania stuff. Yeah. But, yeah, no, she's definitely all cool with it. And I was showing her a clip of Shinsuke Nakamura, and it was probably like 1230 at night. And it was already late, and she's probably – I definitely know that she wanted to go to bed, and she's thinking to herself, oh, my God, you're such a mark. Please stop showing me this stuff. I want to go to sleep. And we, I was showing her Shinsuke Nakamura's entrance, and she started laughing, and I laughed a little bit because I actually still got chills from his debut entrance. And yeah, I am a mark. So, and that's it. So, so thank yeah, you. Thank you, Iron let's Sheik take it home. For making those vines. Yeah, uh, thank you, Iron Sheik. But yeah, dude, yeah, take it home. Do us, do us a solid, and take us home. All right, I might as well do something right for the show, right? Mark it out. Episode three hundred and ten is in the books. Pro wrestling talk by pro wrestling fans. Thank you very much for listening. We we appreciate all of your support, and we appreciate all of you listeners out there, whether you're listening to us on iTunes, Google Play, or Stitcher Radio, or downloading it off of who knows what. Thank you very much. Markinout.com, Markinout.com, Markinout.com. Thank you very much for all of your support. You can support us a little bit more. Go to ProWrestlingTees.com slash Markinout. And buy some of our t-shirts. They are not on sale for $19.99, but they are pretty awesome. And you'll look amazing for your return to school this September. Or September. September. No, September. No. You got a long ways to go. In what month uh, do you think you are? Know, later this month in January for the return for college semesters. You can be the cool person wearing a marking out t-shirt. Also, go follow us on Twitter at MarkingOut, at BTTG161, at DaveTheRave underscore MO. And don't forget to like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash MarkingOut. Don't forget to watch Cooking with Brandon 5. It's episode 5. What do you keep saying? Five? Episode 5. <laughs> episode 5. YouTube.com slash MarkingOut11. And we wish you the... the- Best luck in your future endeavors. Have a wonderful day.